Welcome back, everybody. We are on our fourth teaching of uh, the subject of prayer, and we have been covering um, the questions that might come up with that has to do with prayer, which is, does God hear our prayers? Uh, and if he does, how come our prayers are not answered sometimes? And is there an effective way of praying? Is prayer even effective? Does it even work? I mean, why should we pray if we're not getting answers, right? And so we kind of have been going over those things step by step. And the first teaching we talked about, when we first want to pray, we have to know how to address God, how to acknowledge his awesomeness, his mightiness, um, his greatness. And I used a lot of verses and um, I summarized them in the previous teachings, but just to give you guys a sense, if you just tuned in into this teaching, um, for example, Psalm 146 6 says that he's the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. Um, 1 Timothy 6, 15 through 16, there's a portion that says he who lives in an unapproachable light. And uh, let's see. Um, Genesis 1, I don't think I've shared this before, but it says, uh, then God said, I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has uh, fruit with seed in it, they will be yours for food. So all the food that we have, like God has provided that for us, right? Um, so there's so many different scriptures that please feel free to listen to the first teaching if you want me, if you want to go um, explore those scriptures that has to do with acknowledging and addressing God. Uh, the, sec the second teaching we talked about how to enter God's presence and that was, um, that had to do with giving praises and thanksgiving we're worshiping him as we are first start talking to him entering his presence right and um, we talked about how can that be when we're dealing with problems and issues that's usually when we go to god it shouldn't be really we should be spending time with god um on daily basis and just talking to him um but how do we enter his presence with thanksgiving and praise and we talked about listen Yes, you do have problem in one area, but be mindful of all the other blessings that you have in your life and thank him for those things. Everything else that is right, all the other different areas, deliberately think about them and thank God. And just imagine for a second, what if that area was wrong? What if that area was missing? What if I didn't have this and I didn't have that? And start thanking God about those things. Okay, so don't talk about your problem yet. The third teaching we talked about, okay, now you can talk about your problem. And that was like petitioning God about what's what you're dealing with. And um, petitioning was to address someone who is in authority and power. And you are soliciting his favor and his mercy. And we talked about um, really the way we should pray is according to God's will and God's promises, not whatever we want. Like God didn't put us on this earth for us to do whatever we want. And he never said, I'll give you everything you want to make your life perfect. Like, I don't know why we expect that from God. Like, if God loved me, he would answer my prayers. When did he say that? That he will answer everything I want in this life. He didn't say that. But he did say that he will answer prayers that are according to his will, right? And that was 1 John 5, 14 through 15. And we also talked about how we can approach the throne of grace of really being assured that when we walk away, we have mercy and grace to deal with that issue and how we can also receive a peace that transcends all understanding, according to Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Even when we have problems, when we go before him, we give him our problems. And instead, he gives us a peace that we don't even, we can't even make sense of. Um, so this is the fourth teaching. And we we're talking about 
um, are confessing our sins. And you might say, oh, here we go again, talking about sin. Like, why do we need to bring that up? I thought all our sins are forgiven. Sure enough, they are. In God's eyes, all our sins are forgiven, past, present, and future. The only problem with not confessing our sins is that it stops us. It's in the way of us receiving the answer to our prayers. Um, and I'll explain that more, but let's go over a couple of verses. Acts 24, 16 says, So I strive always to keep my conscience clear before God and man. So strive means you, that we're trying hard. It's a strenuous effort to keep our conscience clear before God. 1 John 3, 21 through 24 says, Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and we receive from him anything we ask because we keep his commands and do what pleases him. So again, in that verse, it says, if our hearts do not condemn us, what does condemn means? It's condemn is like a, the dictionary definition says, it's an, it's an indication of a strong disapproval. It's a pronouncing to be guilty. So you've done something that you feel bad about. You feel guilty about. It kind of goes against your values. Like you knew you shouldn't do it. Or maybe you didn't even know at that time. But it just felt wrong. Like you just it just goes against your core value. That's not who you are. Even though you sin, you feel bad about it. So it says... That our heart, we have to go before God when we don't feel that way, when we don't feel condemned, right? So if you're feeling guilty and ashamed about something we've done and we know it was wrong, we have to confess it. We have to come before God and say, listen, I know this was wrong and I still did it, but your word says that you're faithful and just. And when we confess our sins, you forgive our sins, right? There's a verse that talks about that. So this is not for God's sake to forgive. He's already forgiven our sins. But this is for us so we can receive from him. Because if we're going with a conscience that is not clear, with a guilty conscience, we don't feel like we're deserving, we're worthy of receiving the answer to our prayers. You might think you are, but you really subconsciously, you don't think, I don't deserve for God to answer my prayers. Look what I did yesterday. Look what I did the day before. Or, you know, the enemy might be telling you that. Are you serious? You really think God's going to answer your prayer after you did that? You know, you're a sinner. He's not going to pay attention to you. You sinned. You, you know, God is disappointed in you and he's not going to answer that prayer. And that's not true. What is the fact is that, yes, you have sinned. Yes, God knew that you're going to sin. He still has forgiven you, but you do have to confess it just to keep your own conscience clear, to keep your mind clear so you can receive from God. That's the purpose of confessing your sins, okay? So this is our fourth teaching, and we've reached a point where um, you probably thought this has nothing to do with sin. I'm just asking for prayer, right? But that could be an obstacle. That could be an obstacle to you receiving the answer to your prayer. So let's make sure we remove that obstacle. And you know what? I think the way I do it is like sometimes you you sin and you don't even know it's a sin. You feel like, oh, that's normal. Everybody does it. I don't feel bad about it. But I, when I pray, I've learned to pray over the years. Of course, this was not, you know, in the beginning of my journey with God. But as you as you draw closer to God, the more you learn and the more you grow spiritually. So this is what I learned. I say, God, if there's any sin in my life that I'm not aware of, that I'm not doing it on purpose, but it is a sin in your eyes, please reveal it to me and please forgive me. I give it to you. Whatever sin there is, please wash me again by the blood of Jesus. And is he doing it again? Like he's, he's done it once. He's not going to do it again. 
But in my mind, I'm kind of, let's say, letting go of it. Okay. I'm being cleansed in my mind because otherwise if I'm holding on to this guilt and shame, um, then I'm not receiving the answer to my prayers. I'm not receiving the blessings that God has in store for me. Okay. So hopefully that makes some sense. And we're going to continue our teaching on, um, does God hear my prayer? Um, on the next teaching and until then God be with you and God bless you.